Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. We are I feel back like people after. thought we were canceled. I, you are, so. What? Well, I don't know. You should be. I don't know if you Can- are. Cancel culture? Yeah, you should be if you're not. I didn't mean it like we got canceled because of the cancel culture. Like, we were not on the air for seven weeks, so I think people think we were it done. It wasn't that long. Although sometimes it feel, it did feel like that long. Because a lot of, you know, you know that old saying, the more things change? Yeah. I mean, do you know it? Because I don't know it. Can you finish it? No, I don't. Oh. Sam, help me. The more things change, the... Uh, I don't know. I'm too famous for this podcast now. What What is that supposed to mean? I know a lottery pick. Oh, yeah. We gotta dis- I do, too. I met him. Did I not? He goes, he goes, hey, bro. I go, hey, bro. Well, he was talking to me. Oh, I thought he was talking to me. Are you sure? He looked right at me. Yeah, Sam and I know a, lot, a lottery pick. I know I, I know you know a lot of... Do, do you know the other guy on his team with the exact same name? I'm not familiar with well, him. Well, no, he's from a different place. Although the other day we were trying to look up how many points they scored and they there was no way to know which was which, so we had a problem. Wait, what? Did, what? Oh, Sam I and I... The box score? Yeah, we looked he, He's the, just J-A-L-E-N, isn't he? But, no, but it, the it box just, score... Yeah. It's just a J. J. Williams? Yeah. And J. Williams. Nice. So we were confused. Um, that sounds confusing. <clears throat> so, I mean, is, is it not just the most Minnesota thing to have one of the best players in the history of our state uh, get uh, smuggled by the Russian army? I mean, is that not such a well, Minnesota I don't think they're thing? smuggling him. That would mean they're doing it secretively. I don't think it's very in secret at yeah, all. So we'll never see him again. Can no, we get the he's money? Got a, he's got a one-year uh, – it's only a one-year – I was going to say sentence, although it basically is a sentence, although it's a tour of service, I guess. This is what you would technically say, but it's pretty why, I would go back to Russia. Like, why is no one asking that question? It's where, he, it's where his whole family is and everything. I, so? I I don't totally blame him for going. It, and to be fair, like, I don't, had they, I, I'm not trying to be funny, had they invaded Ukraine when he went back? Yeah, he just went back like a week ago. He's been back there for months. Not Our months. season's been done for a while. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause we suck. Right. No, it's I not think like he I don't went think he's... back after the. I guess they start. It happened. When did it start? Once Can I? Uh, Why is it so hard to find? Thursday, February twenty fourth. All right, I guess we were still playing hockey then. Although to be fair, I think they all thought it'd be over by now. Not that that's a it's a good thing probably it's not I guess it depends who you ask I don't need to get into Ukraine Russia but yeah it is it does feel well and and speaking of Russia do well, you, at least I mean, they said at least they said they're they're gonna put him in like their air force they sent the 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 goalie, the goalie to to Siberia although he's from Siberia so they figured that probably wouldn't matter you know what else Did uh, you know that he's like literally from Siberia yeah well and he's probably too tall for the airplanes. The goalie. That's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah, a pretty good point. Uh, and then Brittany Griner. I mean, she are we got gonna, caught. Gonna do, are we gonna do like a, a trade? They they can have him back, and they're gonna give us Brittany Griner back. Well, here's the part I don't really. I mean, she got caught with drugs because she had drugs, not because that. I mean, yeah, no, I don't. How, how dumb can she be for five minutes? Yeah, Could she put listen, it away? It's 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 not a. It's not something that should deserve that type of sentence and punishment, but I don't think I would test anything when I was in Russia. Right, exactly. Um, so I feel bad for her, obviously, but I think there's a lesson to. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's got his is just like I. I actually believe. I actually don't know if I people probably don't even know what we're talking about. So, for those who don't know what we're talking about. Um, the the Wild's best player, Kirill Kaprizov, is from Russia. He is Russian. Russians, Russian men are mandatory one year of service in the military for during some age range, which he's in. You can get an exemption if you're a student or among other things. He's technically still a student under some rules or whatever, but apparently that exemption expired a week ago. 
But now they're claiming that he had fake military documentation. There's now they're saying, well, he didn't. He's a student. They're saying, well, even if he's a student, it's uh, expired that exemption. So now they're like he's basically wanted uh, in Russia to go serve in the army. And yeah, that's what's happening. That is not a fake story. That is the honest to God truth. I actually believe what I was going to say, though, is I believe that a he didn't buy a fake military ID. He was the best player in Russia. One of them when this was going on, they wouldn't have forced him to go to the military anyways. Right. Two. I do legitimately believe that there's he's probably done nothing wrong. And they're just trying to make an example out of somebody. Well, yeah. and Ovechkin's Putin's best pal. It's not going to be him. And the next most, the next most well-known Russian athlete abroad, especially in America, is is probably him. I mean, there's others, but realistically, most of them are too old to even pretend. Because I think the service thing ends at like 27 or something. So I don't know. I I was actually reading about it. There's some pretty interesting. I mean, it's a fascinating story in and of itself, but it is very. Well, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Yeah. They're not really doing much of that over there right now, are they? <clears throat> um, well, if it makes you feel any better. No. All right. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I one of Tottenham uh, team. What? Number fourth. The Wolves? Uh, Tottenham Hotspur, not the Wolverhampton Wolves. Oh, I get so Tottenham confused. finished fourth uh, last year in the EPL. They had a guy, Young Ming's son, who had to go serve a year in Korea, and he came back to be the leading goal scorer in the league. So maybe that could happen to Kirill. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't think if he goes – well, he's already there. I don't think if he enters the, the Russian army, he's coming back. I, okay. I, have, I don't have a lot of faith in that. I, no. uh, <clears throat> I think Mr. Sun is from South Korea. That happens all the time. People go do stuff. Korean pop stars, they do the whole thing. Um, I feel pretty confident in saying that they're solely out to make an example out of him. We may never see him again. Um, well, so uh, I also have a message. Uh, Free on, some cap space, though. We need it. Oh, well, yeah, we just signed Jake I Middleton. actually, I actually thought Middleton was good, and it wasn't very expensive. I so. thought he was good. No, yeah. I have no problem with that. But... um. I, this is a, this is not a joke. I do legitimately wonder if he has to go serve in the if this all plays out in a way where he has to go serve in the army or whatever. Do we like get that cap space back? We have to, right? I would think so. Like, cause I I, I there was something like really I said. Sh- this is this is just so Minnesota. We just can't have nice things. We just yeah. can't. It is it is true. It I is mean we're gonna, we're gonna get to uh uh the big. Tr- Great, I think, in a little bit. Sam's boss from baseball is wondering why every time he turns on the podcast, Sam's t- we're talking about him. His timing is impeccable. But um, I heard Sam's outfield wasn't so great tonight. Uh, my center fielder had two diving catches today, so I don't know what you're talking about. Who's your center fielder? Number 12. Oh. Okay. He hasn't signed a yes, agreement to be on the show yet. Um. All right, so I'll take your apologies. Because I work to some of the same kids that Sam does, and they're not playing as well for Sam. So uh, Let's just put it this way. Yeah, put it Dad this way. Dad had probably 40 practices with these guys. <laughs> I've had zero. But why are they worse? Uh, they had a few airs last game. I pulled them aside, talked to them, and they had two diving catches and seven other catches today. Okay. Zero airs. All right, that's fair. So that's coaching. Yeah. Oh, that's coaching. With no practice. Okay. Are you guys done debating who's the better coach? No, we already know. Well, that. we already know. I have a trophy, a in, the, have a trophy in the car that says it. I carry it everywhere I go. In case well, people I don't carry around my MVP trophies. I'm a more well, humble player. That's a player. player. I'm, we're not, uh, don't confuse. By the way. I don't carry my Hall of Fame plaque around. So let's not talk about who the player was. I don't know what you're trying to Don't hate the here. player, Sam. The team I coach for doesn't give away a trophy for best coach. Either did mine. Because we're us, a humble organization, guess, unlike you. Uh, guess what? Uh, guess what? Mine didn't either, but they were. it, it was so good, they made one special. Uh, don't no. focus on the word special. Don't focus on the word special. 
It's not volunteer. It's just only volunteer because I don't get what? Because I don't get paid. Mom just gave Sam a dirty look. About what? She was just defending me. Are we gonna she do was the show from Hawaii? You. Wow. Yeah. Hey, are we doing the show from Hawaii? Uh, we can. Do we really want to spend I should... an hour in Hawaii doing it? Yeah, we're gonna. Hawaii's five hours behind. So we're gonna what have five extra. Anything? We're gonna have five extra hours. <laughs> That's not how that works. It's not. No. Well, I'll be up at. Uh, normally, I get up at one in the morning, so I'll be back up at like six at night. The end of the night. Yeah, seven at night. I'll be. <laughs> I, yeah, you'll be just awake <laughs> like a normal person. I oh I, I actually was talking to someone in our our London office today. Oh, and I was like, me. yeah, I'll be out for whatever. I was like, I'd say I'm accessible, but I'm really not because we're It'll 11 be we're 11 yeah. hours apart. So I was like, unless you want to chat at either 9 p.m. or like 9 a.m. and I can't, you know, if it's 9 a.m. your time, it's whatever. 10 p.m. in Hawaii, I can't really put. That is weird. At noon, it'll be midnight where they are. Yeah, 11 hours. Sue, what? Why are you staring at Sam so funny? She's man. Um. Yeah. What? Well, um. <clears throat> we actually have a lot to talk about, but before we do that, we haven't been on in a while, so let me remind the people a few different ways you can find us. Do we still have like correspondence everywhere? Yeah, all over the place. Our Philly one was in South Africa. What is? He's in South Africa. He's back. He's back. Yeah, I was gonna say he's back. Okay, because but he I just, wanna, he was there the last time we did our show, so he. Do they really want Kevin Durant to poison Philly? Is that we gotta talk about? Yeah, we gotta talk about that. Yeah, no, we well, we have a lot to I, we legitimately have a lot to talk about, but I gotta remind some people where we were at, or not where we were at, where they can find us. Yeah, because I don't even know where we're at. Yeah, so first off, you're going to go to anchor.fm slash apples dash two dash apples. But that is not the most important part because from there, you have links to all your favorite streaming services where you can search us. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. Once you're there, make sure you favorite, you like, you subscribe, you do whatever you do on each of those app site services, whatever they are. That way, whenever we do have a show, whether it's from here and there or Hawaii or wherever else we feel like doing it, we are there on your device ready to listen as soon as we are ready to publish it. You can also catch us on the Pod MN app. That's a Minnesota and phone only app. I mean, it's not a Minnesota only app. It's just only got Minnesota stuff. So for our Philly correspondent, for our other correspondents across the nation and across the world, might not be of interest to you. But if Minnesota is your bag, then what you're going to do is download that listen to us and tons of other content from across was that an austin powers reference uh i it's a british reference he's british That's austin powers yeah yeah well, well he austin mr powers is, is british but sort so, of, i mean yeah. maybe indirectly i i spent a i spent a bit of time in our during our hiatus in in london so i, I picked up a few things okay uh, and last but certainly not least this is really why i, I want to do this because you got to remind the people that we are live every saturday morning 7 a.m central time on wfnu 94.1 fm frogtown community radio we are a proud member of that family we also conclude your saturday night airing live sunday morning at 1 a.m on 94.1 fm frogtown community radio also streaming live on wf wfnu.org and also they have an app go search it it's a wfnu app you'll see the little frog uh record looking logo and you can listen to us and any other show, including who follows us on Saturday mornings and the most important member of the network, Connor on Connor's Corner. He is at 8 a.m. on Saturday. Dad, what's been going on on Connor's Corner? Well, it was the 4th of July, so there's no show. But he did inform me today that we might be taking Monday's show on the road. And when I say on the road, I mean on the water. This is news to me, but apparently there's a very good chance we'll be doing a sh- this show live from a boat Monday. You and Connor. I guess. I don't understand any more details. I have any other more details, but uh, so tune in Monday. And then the following. Then well, the, the following week, week will be after. The last few weeks, how have that, how's that been? Say it again. What'd you say? Have you been doing the show with Connor the last few weeks? No, it was 4th of July, so we did not. The one before that, we Was did. your last show your Kirk Cousins show? Oh, no, we did it. The week? No, did we do it the week before? We did it the week before. 
the week before. We did a 4th of July spectacular the week before the 4th of July, which I'm sure most people have heard by now. It's very popular. Sort of, you know. So, yeah, so tune in. I don't know what's going on. He's a uh, he uh, he's a big Twins fan, so he um, keeps me posted every time they win. Uh, more often than they lose, but it's not as much as he, they should. He could he could have kept me posted twelve more times if we had any yeah, sort right? of relief pitching, but yes, I mean let's just it, I'm sure what, what do you even talk? I actually there's you know okay so totally, I, we actually oh. there's some good things to say about them. I actually there's one I literally just read like five minutes ago that was was pretty shocking to me. And, and it was about Luis Arias, which I think is... I mean, there's actually a handful of bright spots on the team this year. But the Twins, a Twins member's highest batting average through 85 games. Luis Arias is batting 354. First off, just in general in 2022, unheard of guys batting for batting average yeah. contact like that. Twice, and this didn't surprise me that it was him, but it was surprised me that it was this high. Twice, Joe Maurer batted over 380 through 85 games. That was surprising to me. Hello? Hello? Oh, I thought we lost you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's really hard to even discuss anything with the Twins without the fact. Would they literally be 12 games? I'm not even being funny. I think it, they'd be 12 games up if they had any relief pitching. I know. At one point, it was something. I, I, the, at, at one point... If, if Emilio Pagan was not a member of the Twins, oh. they'd have six more wins, five of them against Cleveland, one against Chicago. And so, then just throw in another random idiot that shouldn't be on the yeah, team. Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I meant you could the, – the bullpen collectively has probably blown ten games. You could easily say that without question. But the it's, stat I saw – and then I, so I want to hear Sam's thought because Sam's been quiet. Couple couple statistics for you here. Um. This is after the Cleveland series, so not even including today against Chicago. The Twins lost five games to Cleveland, all of which they had win probabilities of, at some point during the game, 92, 98, 82, 95, and 89%. All five of those games included Emilio Pagan either like either blowing the game, leading directly to the loss, or leading to a tie, and then someone else led to the loss. If they had won just those five games, games that they had over an 80% chance to win, and the same guy blew something in all five games, they would have been up 11 games in the AL Central. They were instead at that point only up by one game in the AL Central. And proof to how bad Cleveland actually is as a team, they just got swept four straight games by Detroit, who has the worst offense in baseball. It's just embarrassing. So that's a fun little Twins tidbit for you about how many, how bad how historically bad this bullpen has been. I know Sam sent some stuff to us about it too, but that was one I had liked on Twitter well, and had. To me, this all goes back to managing because Rocco does not know how to manage a team. True. He continually lets his starters or pulls his starters when they're five innings pitched, one hit, 60 pitches, and he pulls the starters immediately, so, which goes back to our bullpen having been overused, a bullpen which you've tweeted a lot about, our front office did not build a very strong or experienced bullpen. So usually with a young, inexperienced bullpen, you would not want to overuse them, especially early in the year when you're trying to build a playoff run. And so that's one thing Rocco did horribly. And two, he continually puts uh, Pagan in situations where he's horrible. Well, he's horrible, first of all. But if he blows like four games against the team, why throw him in? a fifth game against that team because that team has his number. Why put him in there? Um, so I'm going to say something. Oh, sorry. I thought you were done. No, I mean, I, it's just, to me, this goes back to managing because this isn't really coaching. This is managing a ball game and like a season. And he's done it horribly. He's so bad. And so this is why we're losing these close games. And you've tweeted about today. I just saw, but we're not bunting in extra innings. No. Nope. When he uses Duran, Two innings pitches, back-to-back days, and you just tweeted about it. Tomorrow we have an off day, and he took him out after nine pitches. It makes no sense what he's doing. Yeah, well, no. I, the, my biggest problem with the Durant thing today was he didn't pitch yesterday, so I don't, I didn't really get it. But because my other thought, especially today, was like, 
even if if the Moran guy, who has no position, no no what's the word I'm looking for, right to be in that spot, and I think Rocco would probably admit that, but he was hamstrung. But my point being exactly that. What was next if we if we if he somehow gets out of that? But I'm gonna say something that might be a little controversial. Um, I do not think Rocco's that this is not the controversial part. I don't think Rocco's a very good manager. I don't think he's a good manager at all. I think he's quite poor. I don't think he does a good job in a lot of things, but I think specifically the taking guys out after five innings thing, that actually doesn't really bug me that much. And I'll tell you why. We don't have, and this this is why I think it's as much an indictment on the front office as anything. We have actually had an incredibly good season so far from our starting pitchers, who include a few guys that we've brought up from the minors to do some spot starts that have now earned spots in the rotation, in the staff, whatever it might be, and that, that credit to the, the, the organization for developing those guys. But part of the reason that that has been so strong, we have one of the top five starter ERAs in the whole league, is because they're very cautious about letting these guys, none of which are Max Scherzer's, none of which are Clayton Kershaw's, none of which are Justin Verlander's, and they know that. They're very cautious about letting them go through the order a third time and face it, letting them face guys a third time, which I get is a big part of starting pitching, and I get means you may stress out your bullpen, but it's kind of one of those things like it's just a, it's a if the bullpen can't be better, then you're going to let guys go deeper into games and they're going to inherently get worse. So the let guys go short as a concept really doesn't bug me. And I think they've done a very good job managing their starters. But, actually, The problem is the front office came into the season with zero answers, zero answers in the bullpen. And, and that is the biggest problem. It doesn't matter the when you is, use these guys. It doesn't matter when these guys enter the game. Today, Pagan went in the fifth or sixth inning or whatever, <clears throat> immediately gave up a two-run home run. It, it just I, really I, doesn't I, matter. I don't Five get different he guys blew the lead today. When you become a coach and you have a roster, the front office gave you the roster, you can tell, hey, this bullpen is a bullpen that cannot be thrown out four to five guys a game every single series. And that's what's being done, it's and that's why pitching. we're seeing we have well, the worst bullpen see, in the I'm American gonna, League. I'm gonna come back. There's I'm too gonna, many pitching changes. It's yeah, I, I, but, I, but these I, guys, I, yeah. five seven guys are being used two out of three games a series, which should not happen. And now we've seen, yes, we have the fifth leading starting area in the AL, but we have the worst ERA in the bullpen. So the fifth, I'd rather the take a best starter ERA in the whole league, not just the rather, AL. Yeah, but big deal. It, it was the AL. Why today. can't they get relief pitchers that can pitch more than but three how about, outs? That's, really that's a bad point. Is it's a I I feel it is. I think the management of the starting pitching has been strong. If the bullpen was even average, if the bullpen was even yeah, average, but you can't tell me but every putting, one of those bullpen pitches. But you're putting a bad, inexperienced bullpen in a horrible position. I'd way it, rather have a tenth. That's, it sh- tenth the and bullpen 15. shouldn't be that bad. I guess is my point. Well, I'm not defending Rocco. I'm, well, I'm really the, not because I, I I just tweeted about how. The bullpen let them down five different times today. Okay. It didn't matter what order who he put the it in. The guy they just sent down, that the guy that I, just, I said that today too. I said the same. What's thing wrong today. with him? He was I fine. Agree. I agree. They but send that, him. He pitches well. They send him down and keep this other garbage up here. I, I mean, I, well, they kept the the Moran guy just because they needed another lefty probably, which is whatever. But well, I, whatever. I, I Griffin Jack, they suck. The composition of the bullpen is as much on the front office. Oh, I agree. They suck. Terrible. And here's another thing on the guy that decided MLB is not for me in the middle of a season. They said over and over how much say that that guy had in who they signed. Yeah. That guy helped them sign all these guys. And then was like, hey, I'm out of here. That but that rubbed me the wrong way for a lot of reasons. I agree with you, Sam. Maybe Rocco should have a bit more of a say. But we know we know from experience managing pitching is not his strong suit. So if he says I'm going to take a back seat in pitching decisions to you guys, who are two guys in Cleveland that built an incredible organization from a pitching perspective specifically, and this pitching coach that turned our whole staff around when he first came in. I'm okay with that. But it is then those people's jobs to create a better bullpen, and they have miserably failed. And the fact that they have not done anything about it and the decisions they make, bringing guys up, sending down, doesn't make any sense. I don't think Rocco's done a good job managing the bullpen itself, but I don't think anybody could. I, oh, they I, have a bad. Look at some of these guys. I, I, I since Wes that. Johnson has left, 
Our starting pitchers have not that gone guy, past five guy, innings. That guy was really so it was not West Johnson's fault. Really, to be fair, but no, I'm not saying it's his fault. My point is they 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 spoke at length. If you ever if you read anything about his input on the team over the past few years, the signings they made of these kind of reclamation projects that they thought they could fix were guys he thought he could fix. That's and if he thinks he could fix him, then and if Rocco defers to his pitching coach because he's not a guy who can really manage pitching very well, which we know is true. Then I'm okay with that as a as a concept within a team. But then that guy shouldn't leave halfway through the season. I get more money, family, all that stuff. But as an organization, as a front office, you should do you should look at what's happening and understand how much better your team could be with even just a couple like just replacement level guys. And you I'm not defending. I, I I promise you, I am not defending Rob. You know the guy. He's made multiple terrible decisions in other ways. But well, speaking of defending, the guy that Sam and I got in the Twitter fight with. Who I've just decided it's it's too he's too low hanging fruit so I wouldn't I'm not gonna go after him anymore. I mean God it would what a sad life it would be just to in order to be a Twins blogger or whatever the heck he is you'd have to kiss their butt. He agrees with all their pitching. I mean he's the only guy in the world that thinks their pitching's their relief pitching isn't so bad. They'd be they'd be running away with the division right now. They're they're hanging on by a thread. They're gonna have to trade their best. Well he's I mean, I think people would be shocked to see that uh, Carlos, uh, I always say his name wrong. Is it Correa or Correa? Correa, that was right. Correa is actually having a decent season, and we have to get rid of him because he's not going to come back. I mean, just what a mess. And this yeah, guy just continually I, kisses their butt. I don't think he's coming back, but you don't trade your best player. when He's not coming back. No, I agree. But... They have no you don't shot. Trade your be- you don't trade your best player when you're leading a division by five games, even if you don't think he's coming back. I it, don't. Do I mean, I you don't. Take your shot at it, and you get rid of all these pitchers and just get anybody. And no, everyone, someone has to be better out there. Here's a, here's what I will say though. Here's what I will say. You have a roster, a non non bullpen roster, that actually is very good and very young. You look around it and the contributions you're getting. Kirilov is playing incredibly well. Larnak was playing incredibly well before his injury. Miranda has completely figured things out. Arias is going to win a batting title. Nick Gordon all of a sudden is like, I don't even know what's gotten into him. You have these guys who are all pretty young and starting to come up and have made it to the majors and are contributing at a high level. You can talk guess, about the starting pitching, too. Joe guess Ryan who you did, guess who you didn't mention? Sano, Kepler, or Buxton? Interesting. I, well, I, I have thoughts on Buxton, but I, I my point being, like, Sano's out the door. I don't think that's at all any question. Kepler, we've debated over and over. I think he's fine, and I don't think he's a four-hitter, but I think he's been a very good right fielder, fielding-wise, this year. And I think batting seventh or eighth, he's actually pretty good out there. If Larnack and Kirilov continue to play as well as they do, you can platoon some of those. You can platoon Larnack, I think, is the right-handed one. I get him confused. With Kirilov playing right. No, gar- gar- garlic. Garlic mashes. Get it? He's the, le- the right Yeah, same idea. You have these guys. So in that situation, Kepler's well worth it. We'll get to Buxton specifically in a second. But my, my point of naming those guys is those were the guys who you waited to get to this point. You never traded. You never let go of those guys. Royce Lewis was doing it before he tore his knee for a seventh time. But my point being, you have all of these guys. So look at everyone else you have in your system. Who do you need? Like, who are you going to realistically need to replace Anywhere in any given – in the next few years? Yeah, maybe you'll need a second baseman if Polanco leaves. Maybe you probably need a new catcher. Although Sanchez has been fine. I think Jeffers leaves He's a bit fine. to be desired. But Jeffers either is way, off. Yeah, you probably need a catcher, but you don't have any good catchers, so who cares? Every other guy now has somebody probably 25 or younger blocking their way to the major leagues. There is no reason you should not be comfortable trading literally – Anyone, anyone, and I mean that seriously, anyone in our minor league system. Right now. I agree. For anything you can do to get this relief pitching on track, because you actually have a chance to win this division. It's an awful division. They you have, have a chance to win it. it. You have a chance to sell some tickets. And you know what? Correa is probably going to leave. But if you have a guy like that in the playoffs, he can make stuff happen. I don't. I think they're underestimating what a big blunder it'll be if he leaves. Because, well, not if when he leaves because. Because it'll just every 
Minnesota fear, philosophy, thought process on free agency will be proven right when they can't even hold. When they sign this guy, when they. But they knew that. We all knew that. But why? I mean, why, yeah. Just and then the money's joke. off the books again and you go get more people. And everybody a, I just named is joke. on cheap contracts. Sano's money's off the books. I think either Polanco or Kepler's up after the end of this year if you don't want to re-sign them. And then you have that money to go sign other people. And you're, you're never probably going to get a guy quite like Correa. And I think Once that's, again, typical you know, Minnesota. But that's how the – But it, 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 I'm actually going to make reference to this when we get to the Timberwolves in a bit. But Who? Uh, so I don't know the French word for wolves, or I'd use it. But um, Sam? But I will get to that. But it, you know you're just not going to get someone to come play for the Twins. That's okay. But you got it once. You might as well try something with it. But this bullpen – has to be fixed and i get it's expensive quote unquote more expensive to trade for guys now than is at the deadline but at some point this could be an 11 12 game lead you could have over 50 wins you could have the second best record in the al but instead you're just you know five games up in a crappy division because of your bullpen yeah well said sam i mean yeah sam so i and i'm normally the positive one i get that but this is this is inexcusable across the board. I mean, they're throwing away too many good performances. I, I do want to talk about Buxton briefly, though. Um, oh, that's the name of his son. No, it's Brixton, not briefly. Oh, he has two sons. The other one's got an equally. Re- I don't want to say anything, but the son that was doing the broadcasting, if you do the math on Buxton and Brixton, Buxton, um, I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Anyhow. Um, I mean, you know where I'm going with that. The other one's name is Blaze. That's what it was. Blaze? Blaze, yeah. How old is Blaze? Like a baby. Like, literally, it was born okay. like a month So that ago. one's more, that one makes more sense than the kid who's probably. He's older than you think he is, though, to be fair. Who? Yeah, how old do you think Byron Buxton is? 26. Yeah. He's 28. And. Still, got, a fair point you made earlier. And he's got like a twelve, as, and he's got a twelve-year-old. No, he's nine. He's just a big nine-year-old. <laughs> okay. Still. So, young, so Sam, I wasn't good at math. What's twenty-eight minus nine? I didn't. I, it's still young, to be fair, but it's not. He was a pro in twenty. No, I was legitimately asking Sam what what the answer is to that. So he had him when he was eighteen or nineteen. Okay. Anyways, I do want to talk about him briefly, though, because he's, knock on wood, managed to stay pretty healthy this year. Well, yeah, because he sits out every – he only plays once. He's actually been playing a lot more lately, which is actually where I'm going with this. Correa is the one that took the day off today, but uh, for whatever reason. That guys take days off. That's not – he's not that big of a deal. This guy is going to be gone. Use him up. No, I agree, but – um, Continue. What I was going to say is he has been playing a lot. He has been hitting for power. He's top five or whatever in the, the major league in home runs. His OPS is still incredibly high. But at some point, I feel like he is – at some point, it, it sounds crazy to say this. It's all, the, the power is not worth it. And the last seven games specifically, he's really been struggling – because average over the past seven days is like under 100. Besides yeah. that, it's on the last two weeks, it's under 200. I get he has an approach that has worked for him, and he went on a tear earlier in the year. But at some point, you have to look at what's going on and realize it's not it's not on the whole advantageous. I get his OPS is 880 still or whatever, but like one out of every 10 hits can't be a home run and say, okay, that's good. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm at a point with him. It's, I, I feel conflicted saying it, but I, you, he just needs to be better. He really does. Oh, and yeah. he's been very good and, but he just needs to be better. He hits all of his home runs in like streaks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and he like needs the majors with uh, home runs with when they're either winning or down one. Yeah, but he's hitting under 200 with runners in scoring position. It makes they're, no they're, sense. They're, they're, but all of those hits are probably home runs, which is why I'm like, I don't know really how to feel about it because it's like, it does feel like he has so many big hits, but it's like, kind of would just like more hits. 
they don't all need the to be re- so big. The reason I can't watch the Twins is basically what Sam just said. When when they have runners in scoring position, they I think the last like six games in the first inning they've had the bases loaded and can't score. They absolutely and this is where it comes into managing. They refuse absolutely refuse to change their swing to do anything different to get the ball in play to score a run. They will still try to pull it. They'll still swing as hard as they can. They're God forbid they're going to lay a bunt down against the shift. They absolutely refuse, and that's why I just can't watch them play. I mean, they just—it's ridiculous. Yeah, I. I and I understand I, they're in for people are going to go. Oh my God, what are they complain about? They're in first place. Well, they're so in here, first place. I, I by actually default. have something that you may find interesting. Okay, I'm here. They have the sixth best average with runners in scoring position in the league. Whatever. Because of one guy. But my well, he helps a lot. But my point being, I don't have the breakdown player by player, although I could probably find it quickly if you gave me a minute. But like, it feels like a lot of those, to your point, um, Arias batting for whatever with guys in scoring position helps a lot. But it feels like yeah, you think those guys I mentioned earlier, Kirilla, Miranda. Uh, Urshela actually hits well with runners in scoring position. He had a he, he. By the way, I found out today he has ten home runs. Nine of them are to like take the lead or tie the game, similar to Buxton. But either way, wow. um, well, it's awful. those guys that are getting those hits. It feels like, and Correa. I mean, I think Correa's average is about his average with runners in scoring position. But Buxton and Polanco's been playing well, very well. But Polanco and Kepler and like it's that group that I just feel like you need more out of in big spots. And thank God the other people are are showing up. And it kind of goes to show what this lineup probably could do if they were always, you know, firing on all cylinders. But I don't know. It's it's a really weird team. And I think the bullpen makes it really hard to really figure out if they're any good. Yeah, no, I that's fair. The bullpen is so pathetic. Um makes help. it very hard. Okay, can I ask a question? Yeah, you're you're more than welcome to. Um, I I must have missed this somewhere uh, because I've been um, coaching a lot. Why why does Kevin Durant need to leave Brooklyn? Like, what's his big beef? Well, he found out Kyrie was staying, and I'd want to leave if Kyrie was staying. So literally, Kyrie's coming to Minnesota. What? That's the latest report. What are you talking about? Kyrie for D'Lo. There's no way that's true. Who told you that? As my sources say, it's okay. during talks. So you mean to tell me the, that is so? That is the reason he wants to leave. I mean, I don't blame him. Oh, I have no idea. That's what I. I it seems like strange time. Because I've not. I've never heard the reason that he wants to leave. And then Brooklyn right away is like, yeah, we'll we'll help you. Like they don't even. I, they, if I'm them, I'm like, no, you're staying. You you put us in this mess. We did everything you asked us to do. We we got your nut job friend a job. We we got went and we traded our entire team for James Harden, and then you didn't want him anymore, so we got rid of him. I mean, they've they've catered to this guy. I would tell this guy to pound sand. You're staying. I don't I don't get it. I too I have always found it weird when players are like I want to trade and they're like okay we'll get you to where you want to go. Yeah. Why? I do. I, and I'm all about you know players owning their like their opportunities but it does feel weird that the teams aren't just like okay we'll trade you but we're still gonna find the best deal well they did everything they had i mean why is he mad at him he did yeah. i don't know if he's mad well, at him but the weird thing i don't about get why he's so appealing he requested trade and ever since he requested a trade has gone dark and won't respond to anyone's texts but he's tweeting all the time it's like and fighting if you requested a trade why don't you come on talk with management and Maybe tell him where you want to go work with him at all. If you actually want to trade, you might want to help him out. It's so a little bit. yeah, the whole thing is so weird. But I I, I don't actually know if it's the Kyrie thing. I, mean, I was joking partially, but the timing did seem. But what different. else could he be mad I, about? I mean, I, I don't get what he else he'd be mad about. I actually have something super super quick before we get to the the, the yeah. Timberwolves because I do I do I want to make sure we have ample time for them. But I don't want to forget to. Forget about this because I feel like you're gonna you're gonna have thoughts on this, Dad. Could you imagine drafting somebody first overall and then trading them for a fifth round pick? Oh my God, I, they, I don't understand it. And then didn't they just sign Donald Darnold's 
Is whatever his name is. The, the, they have the number the one Panthers? and number three overall picks from that class. Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly. And they and they drafted the dude out of Ole Miss, Matt Corral, and whatever right. they drafted him in third why round. Would they, why would you, why do you want Baker Mayfield? I know they gave up absolutely nothing for him yeah. and they got a ton of money, but why would you even? He's not even good for free. Can you can you believe that? I mean, it, it's beautiful actually. But. And then you just took him off of you just completely took him off of uh, um, Cleveland's hands too and saved him, you know. Right. Well, it, it, it it's gonna be if I'm <laughs> here's the only thing. Well, who's Cleveland? By the way, who's Cleveland's quarterback gonna be? Deshaun Watson. Uh, no, he can't play this. Well, that's that where for I was year. going with this. They oh. better hope. Like they must have a lot of faith. I, I didn't mean to step on your touchdown call. Go ahead. What? I, I didn't know. No, that's that's all I was. I was gonna say exactly that though. Like, if if he can't get out of this or whatever happens with him happens, why would they not keep Baker in case? Mm-hmm. Their backup is. I just googled it. Their backup is Jacoby Brissett. I'd rather oh, have Baker Mayfield than Jacoby Brissett. I'd rather have neither, but I get it. I like I'd rather have Sean Watson, but we know how that might go. I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I still don't. Well, get so the it. NFL is gonna get into some trouble. They suspended a guy. An entire year for gambling six hundred dollars, not even on his own team. Right. And if they do nothing for Deshaun Watson, Riggedell's gonna, everyone's gonna come for his head. I know I've said this. Before. I yeah. I mean, I think I, you're putting more faith in the the NFL fans than they deserve. But yeah. I I know I've said this before, but the fact that he missed an entire year last year does that not? I mean, they're not even counting that. The right. guy didn't play last year. No, that was the team's choice. I well I. Was it real? Yeah, I suppose it was, but still. So I just uh, wanted to get that. I, I thought that was interesting. I got it. I had to get that off my chest. So I, we. But anybody have anything quick? Otherwise, we have to talk about the friends. Um, I, I just want to congratulate Liv Morgan on uh, winning the SmackDown Women's Championship at Money in the Bank. Sam. Are you also, uh, and not related at all, but something quick, are you preparing? Chet Holmgren's Hall of Fame speech, or someone else? No, he's a tool. He he's playing in the. I'm preparing Jalen Williams's. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Uh, yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to our friend, but Chet Holmgren is um, playing against the guys yeah. that he just got done playing against. When he I gets know. when he when he gets, he to looks the, better than he did. They actually look like they're using him properly instead of Mr. Mark Few, but. Right. That's maybe neither here nor there. I did think it was funny. Somebody tweeted, the most fun part about the Oklahoma City Summer League team is that it's just the Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City Thunder. They're basically like, their summer team is just their team. Yeah, that's their team. Yeah, yeah that's just their whole team, which I thought no, was that's probably, that's probably true. They have, the, they have the giddy guy playing Summer League for some reason. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then Sam and the friend of ours that have played. Yep. Anyways, I wanted to just get And Johnny things. Davis? Johnny Davis, not a nice guy. Yeah, I had a little run with him last Sam, weekend. Sam He's not got very into friendly. With Johnny Davis like, on campus. Okay. By the way, uh, not, told not, not, not to by the way, why was Johnny Davis on campus? Isn't he played for like Washington? I was in Wisconsin. Sam oh. was Wisconsin. He met Santa Clara. I passed by him and his posse and yelled the Go Wizards. Literally as close as Dad and I are sitting next to each other. Oh, nice. And then his friend just started yelling at me. Johnny Davis flicked me off, and it was not good. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. What, uh, what did you un- do? I mean, did does he know play? your? Does he know who your friend is? I don't. I just like go Wizards. Huh. That's pretty funny. Dude, that's not. Probably well, not I mean, he's probably not alcohol. happy. He's on the Wizards. <laughs> that could be. So okay, we got about ten minutes. Okay. I'm I'm assuming we'll exhaust most of this on Mr. Rudy Gobert because I don't I don't think we all collectively agree. I, I really collectively agree. And if we did, I think I'm missing my take is misunderstood. So I, well, then would you like to go first? All right. I don't care who they if they get rid of the entire team because the entire team's leaving anyways in a year. But whatever, we'll just hold off for that conversation. So you're not worried about the 2029 pick of the Seattle Seawolves? No, because no, they'll be the Seawolves. But uh, I don't so care about the picks because it's well documented. Our picks do nothing. Um, I don't care about the picks. I don't care that they got Rudy. I I mean, I sort of care they got rid of Beverly, but whatever. 
my thing with the with the Timberwolves and all Minnesota teams are this. I don't, and I know it's it's going to sound kind of um, contradictory, but they always have to give up so much in these. Like the, if the Lakers make a trade, they just get they just get whatever so they want. If the Lakers were to make a trade, the league would just give them whatever they want for like maybe one draft pick. So my think you ever communicated to me, although that's a lot for you to text. I know texting isn't your strong. That's my point. So I'm not even I'm not even I don't even care who they got rid of and how they did it because we sucked. I mean, where, where are we going anyways? But it's a constant that we have to do. Like like I said, the Lakers won Anthony Davis. They give him a couple first round picks and the guys that they never played the Timberwolves had to give unload everything just oh, to they, get guys, they gave them a lot for they gave them they gave them they gave them four picks and three players yeah or no well, I mean, it was more than three players but well or James Harden or what whatever just other teams no, but, don't I, but I I to be fair I 100% agree with you that's and my this point is, this is the point I was making about the twins earlier people for whatever reason I, there's lots of reasons. I shouldn't say for whatever reason. I understand that in many cases. Do not want to be part of a Minnesota franchise. That means it's harder to convince people to go there as part of a trade. It's harder than to like make that trade happen. That means it's harder in free agency. That is why things like this is the only way they are going to ever get somebody quite like Rudy Gobert, unless they find a way to draft him, which they have for Cat and Ant. And other and and Jada McDaniels and and I guess D'Lo they traded but they traded a first round pick for D'Lo who's and Andrew Wiggins Wiggins had to go I get that I love Andrew Wiggins but whatever but that trade is ridiculous too we shouldn't have had to give up Andrew Wiggins and a first round pick for D'Angelo Russell it's exactly your point and yeah. that is the point I was trying to make about the Twins you don't get a guy like Carlos Correa you don't get a guy like Rudy Gobert. So you you just do what you have to do to at least get them for a little bit. You hope you can get something advantageous out of it. You hope the Timberwolves can get enough years out of this that are advantageous that you maybe do turn into that destination. Ant turns into an all-star. Cat continues to be an all-star. Gobert raises the level of this team. You're a top four seed in the West. Now you actually are somewhere that someone may want to go well, and pay a little less. A-Rod, yeah. Laurie own the team a lot better than Glenn Taylor. That stuff matters to guys. But the, at least the Timberwolves, this guy that they got, no matter what, he's with us for four more no, years. No, and that's my The Twins that's was my, just stupidity. I, stupidity. The Twins are a harder sell than the Timberwolves, as crazy as that is to say, I think. But uh, they're also just – because partially they're cheaper. The Timberwolves have a – they have to spend a certain amount of money. But I think that is a very underrated portion of this trade, is that it could and should raise the floor of this team. Whether you think it's going to work to the point of a championship is up for debate. I don't know if it will either. But it it should raise the floor of this team in a time when Ant Cat is in his prime, Ant is entering his prime, McDaniels is a rising star, D'Lo can now operate with somebody that he works much better with, whatever you think of him. And his contract's only got one more year if they don't extend him. And it should raise the floor of this team to make it a place someone wants to go. And I think that's a very important part of this trade, regardless <coughs> if you think it's going to mean – a championship or a four seed or a five seed or a two seed or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I dislike the trade one. Cause who knows if cat will play good at the four with Gobert at the center. Well, I so think it's a very, yeah. sorry. It's to give up a lot. For an if it's like, we don't know if it'll work out. And two, like that you guys said, I can't wait for Durant to go for way less. People, it, he'll probably go for two first-round picks and a starter. That's yeah, because he'll go because they'll trade him to somebody who he's got a friend on the team or whatever. But I, I, and the only thing I will say about the Durant trade, I don't think anybody's got anything left except for teams that won't want yeah, that man. he won't want to go to. Yeah, back but they always figure out a way to do it. That's my no, point. but yeah, but that's my to Sam's point. He'll probably go for what feels like a lighter haul because every yep. team that he wants to go to and they're appealing to his every need and want will just say, "Here's all we got," and they'll be like, "All right, you know, we'll take it." By the way, on that subject, he got a bunch of crap because he wanted to go to, because uh, he went to Golden State. I mean, going to Phoenix isn't exactly stepping out on a limb, or right. going to Miami. I mean, well, he, they were once just again, him he's going to let he begged to leave Golden State, and then he was turning around to go. No, but I'm just saying they said that he went. You know, they they gave him crap because he went to a team that was already established. The teams he's picking now are not exactly. I, uh, I think the crap was more over. like, bro, you left there because. 
you said you hated everybody there, and it's the same exact team, and you're really going to go back. But No, when he first went, though, that he got Oh, crapped. sorry. Yeah, when he I first... I thought if he went again. No, now it'd be, ridic- yes. now it'd be yeah. ridiculous. No, I... Yes. Yes. No, when he first went, they complained because he... Which well, I know it's, it's clearly this thing, and then he went to Brooklyn. Like, it's it's just him. I, I still don't get the, the... I still want to find out why he's leaving Brooklyn. They, they literally did everything they could for him. So, it, it, on the merits of just the trade itself... It's also very Minnesota, by the way, for people to completely hate and undervalue everybody that wears a Minnesota jersey until we get rid of them. And then it's like, can you believe they got rid of that guy? Nobody cared about Jared Vanderbilt. Nobody cared about Malik Beasley. Beverly was... was Everybody, but even then, everybody was like, Beverly's overrated. He's not actually doing anything. He's he's a net, net... Like, everyone was talking about how it was a bad year for Patrick Beverly for the most part, except for all the trash talk. Didn't get all, all defense, blah, blah, blah. We trade him away. It's like we traded away three Hall of Famers. I love Jared Vanderbilt. I love what he brings to the team. He's not a, a true contributor on a, on a great team. He's just not, and that's the reality. But now it's like, can you believe they gave him up? No. Beasley's the same way. Beasley plays losing basketball. I've said it since day one. He's a great shooter, but he just plays losing basketball. Beverly missed like 30 games last year. He's only getting older. And you know what? I love the guy. He changed the culture. You hope that culture is still there, even though he's gone. But there is no doubt there's a few situations where you're like, did he really just do that? Like, he's one of those guys. But now it's like they left, and it's like we gave up three borderline all-stars. No, the only one I'm mad, mad about losing is Beverly, because one, he brought a winning culture that we never see in Minnesota sports, but hopefully that stays. And two, he put butts in the seats, yeah. which no, no other player really does in the team. You hope Gobert but, uh, puts butts in the seats, but yeah. Yeah, and um, I mean, now we got Noel, can be the leading scorer off the bench, that Beasley was, if Noel continues to improve. And we replace Vanderbilt with that slow-mo guy, basically the same player. Yeah. Or we'll play the same role. He's, he's better, just slower. But, so, slow to, but he's not actually, it's weird. I can't figure out. That was the one I was mad about, but. Yeah, I'm mad about Vanderbilt because I love what he, I, I just loved watching him. Our team is not worse off because he's gone. And I, I, Kyle Anderson does what he does, but more and more intelligently and is more uh, more flexible and, and more usable across the court. And here's the other thing from a picks perspective. You don't even have to think this is going to work well. You just have to think it's going to work OK to understand what those picks actually mean. Let's say we get a little bit better. We just had the 19th pick. We get a little bit better. We give up the 22nd pick next year. Let's say we get a little bit better after that at our peak. Let's say we're still only, like, you know, the four seed in the West. We'd have the 25th pick. Let's say then two years later, Gobert's a little older, something goes wrong, we drop off. It's back to the 19th pick, back where we just were. And then let's say it all all the wheels fall off by 2019, 2029, and we have a top 10 pick, and this 11-year-old we're thinking about right now is up to draft. If you go back, starting in the last handful of years, the guys picked in those spots in 2013, 15, 17, and 19 are the following four people. Solomon Hill, Jarrell Martin, John Collins, and Rui Hachimura. Are you really that mad that we don't have guys that are like those four guys, hypothetically? I know that's a little cherry picking, but like those are the kind of guys you're worried about giving up. And I don't really care. I'm sorry. And if it all blows up by 2029, cool. Right back to where we were. It's probably a few years of good basketball. So I it's just a, it's just one of those things that if any other team, to your exact point, that trades for a superstar, people are like, they, they're going for it. They're going to do it. It's going to elevate them, blah, blah, blah. Harden on Philly. Durant in Brooklyn. AD to the Lakers. Even when, like, Drew Holiday went to Milwaukee. Like, it, it was going to elevate them, and it did for basically all of those teams, except maybe, I guess Brooklyn went to the Eastern Conference Finals, and Philly got close, too. But got milwaukee and la championships but when we do it it's like can you believe everything they gave up it's like come on no but yeah. are you guys familiar how an octopus can literally change colors as he's swimming yeah it's camouflage it's crazy is that on like shark tank or something no that would be octopus tank oh i, I just saw it on twitter it was fascinating i might be i mean you might see one snorkeling in a few weeks I don't know if that's the, I think that's not well maybe it's kind of their thing I don't like their 
They're not around coral, are they? I don't know. I feel like they're more. I don't know. I still don't know how we don't do a show from the islands. We can. I never said no. I said if you want to. I felt like it was. I felt that it was a no, but I think. I I said if you want to spend an hour doing that while we're there, we can do it. Yeah, Sam and I are going to a couple concerts next weekend too. We're going to Hairball. You familiar? No. And then we're going to. Uh, okay, so I don't want to say the wrong thing. Uh, are you familiar with the country group Mon- Montgomery Gentry? Yeah. We're gonna see the one that's still alive. I don't know. One of them died. That's news to me. Yeah. And one of them's still alive. That's the one we're gonna see in Detroit Lakes. Cool. Why are you going to Detroit Lakes? Uh, it's doing some. Sk- we got a baseball tournament there. It's uh, Montgomery that's still alive, by the way. Okay, that's what we're seeing. Yes. He's still going by the by by both names. Is he? I don't. Is he? I'm asking. No, I don't think so. I just knew that one was still alive, and I just don't want to disrespect. Oh my God! Speak not speaking of death, but uh, last night at uh, you know I'm I was up up from one to uh, well I got up at one last night. Mm-hmm. I caught the Detroit Red Wing uh, Colorado Avalanche documentary. Oh, I heard it's supposed to be very Holy good. Holy cow. Interesting enough, two of them, Claude Lemieux and McCarthy, who almost literally went to kill each other, made up and were in the same room talking about it. I've heard it's a very, very good documentary. Holy cow. I, I mean, I sort of remember some of it, but I, if you like hockey and people getting beat up uh, and craziness, I highly recommend it. Yeah, that's kind of a, I feel like, a rivalry not exactly the same, but it, it's a very like Lakers Celtics esque thing where it was like they have really nothing except uh, geographically or anything like that really in common. It was just like a confluence of events that created this like well, moment in time rivalry yeah, that we're 1200 all stitches on. were involved. Yeah, exactly. There's like, but that's my point is like it just kind of happened, and then all those guys left, and it was like, why do we not like them? They're like Goalies halfway fighting. across the country, like uh, well. Come, if Colorado and Detroit played today, do you think they'd really care? That's kind of my point. Well, uh, like Dra- they try to manufacture if the Celtics play the Lakers, people care. I'm like, I don't care. So They're Draper, like- who was the one that originally got hurt, uh, he is not uh, he has not made up with them yet, though. Got it. Just thought I'd tell you that, but so well, anyway, that was a packed show. Was- We're done. I was shortly. You got like a little right, bit well, of time. We'll, we'll, to, we'll have to cram one in next week, and then uh, we should. It's too bad we couldn't do it on the twelve hours of plane rides where we will be partaking. That would probably annoy some people. Um. All right. Well, I guess this was another. Did I get upgraded yet? What? What? Have I got upgraded yet? I mean, let's see if I got upgraded. I guess it's a it's a little early. Let me check the. I could. You better not get upgraded to first class. Uh, we might. We have. I have. Uh, oh, she wanted to be on the show. This is her moment. She's not here. I have a uh, a gold medallion member on my itinerary. Well, Sam, we're all we're, Sam. We're all silver. Well, gold's higher than silver. Well, I mean, uh, the person we live with is gold, also. Oh. Well. So, but I'm well, just you saying. Guys, you guys would get. You guys being you and mother would get upgraded before us you're already in comfort i know but I, i'm not so sure i don't well, know I, say, yeah. I mean i the, the first class is tough i don't think we, we, get, we get bumped in first class <sighs> no but I and you guys you guys are coming the day before that's right that's right we could actually do a show of that we might have to do a show where there is a lot there's a lot to discuss. It'll be it'll be a whirlwind. We'll be in Detroit Lakes one weekend and Hawaii the next. So, I mean, it makes total sense. I think it's an easy... I'm going to guess we're the only people in the history of the world to make that transition. Well, people from Detroit Lakes probably go to Hawaii. No. But you know, you know, you do know who's from Detroit Lakes, though. Very, very famous Minnesota Viking. Yeah, I do. Are you going to say it? Oh, you would like me to say it's Adam Thielen. Yes, it sure is. Yeah. All right, well, is the show over? Should be. All right, well, let's uh, take off. And until next time, and this has been another edition of Apples to Apples right here on WFNU 94.1 LP Frogtown Community Radio, Sam. And now stay tuned. Well, actually, it's a repeat show, so 
Uh, stay tuned for Tanner's Corner if you haven't heard it before. Bye-bye. Here's my-